your job is not who you are. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you do that to make money and you could be very proud of what you do. Yeah. But like, you still need to express yourself. Today on the podcast, we have my very best friend from high school, Hannah Passarella. I just knew I had to have her on the podcast because she is the definition of what it means to be multi-passionate and very creative. She has many passion projects that she's always working on. And while it might not be her career, she definitely makes it her, her life very creative and full of creativity. Currently, she's a front desk receptionist at an eye clinic and based out of Northern Illinois. Um, but she's always spending too much time on Pinterest, being inspired by a billion projects that she'll probably never finish, she says. Um, she grew up in a very artistic family, so she loves venturing into new kinds of art and expression. She's usually drawn to photography, but she also loves trying um, DIY projects and painting. And she really fell in love with photography when she first came across some Tumblr-style photos on a friend's social media page and wanted to create something like that. She's also just very inspiring and a very enthusiastic artist who loves um, to work with other creatives and her creativity always feels limitless. But she is currently working on this year's Halloween collection, which she usually does every year. Every October, she has some kind of Halloween um, project going on. She is the queen of Halloween, even if it's not October, to be honest. Every every day to her is Halloween. But right now she's trying out some gouache paints. She also is trying out lots of farm locations in Northern Illinois, giving her views on her Instagram. Yeah, she also likes, and she plans to hone her skills with FX makeup in the future, within this year and next. And she's always trying to dive into filmography. So she's always doing a lot of things. Even if she has a lot of projects going on, I feel like they're all very cohesive. And I don't know, you just have to check out her work and just see it for yourself. But she does love spooky, but she also has a very certain aesthetic to all her photos and her work. But yeah, we met in high school. and we have been best friends ever since. We actually um, did a lot of creative projects in high school because our high school is super small. There wasn't much to do, to be honest. So we had to get very creative with our time. Um, So a lot of our time was spent working on art projects. We had things called Tumblr nights, which I think we mentioned in the episode where we would just take a bunch of projects we saw on Tumblr at the time and just create them together. And then we also did a lot of photography and that's actually how I got into photography was because my friend Hannah, I remember she had this really cool camera and we would do like little shoots together. And yeah, it was so much fun. Um, she definitely kept me creative and it still, still does. I'm very excited to have her on the podcast and I feel like you guys will all have something great to learn from her. The topic of passion projects, I feel like is very timely for where I'm at right now. I feel like I've been focusing a lot of my time and energy on, you know, my day-to-day things and I've been kind of feeling very burnt out and I feel like I need to dive back into just things that are just fun and make me happy, Um, like passion projects, like things that just I don't put enough time um, to. So I feel like this is a perfect topic for me personally and I hope it is for you too if you have been feeling burnt out because... When I did share that on my Instagram story, there was a, quite a few people that actually re- reached out and said that they felt similarly, that they felt they just been feeling really burnt out um, and just not feeling like themselves creatively. So I hope this episode's going to be hitting at a good time for you as well. But to me, passion projects are really just working on a project for no gain other than happiness. So usually no money, usually just for yourself, not to get validation from anybody or please anybody. It's just something you genuinely like doing. Um, I feel like a lot of these things for me is like 
I love thrifting. I just do it for fun. I like to interior decorate while I thrift and also look for clothes. Um, I like styling things. I feel like that's a huge thing is just interior decoration, clothes, photography. I also do that as a job, but I also love just to do it for fun. Um, and I love to get more into working more on like editorial shoots and just kind of photo shoots just for fun, literally just a, a themed photo shoot that I just get a few people together to do. Lots of other ones I can think of too, are just like reading and journaling. Um, yeah, I just feel like there's quite a, actually I'm just thinking, thinking about all the ones that I could list off. While I'm saying these, that's just like making me realize like how much I haven't been doing them, um, which is sad, but I feel like this will hold me accountable is by sharing this with you about how I feel like I've been kind of putting these things on the back burner. And I'm here to remind you that you shouldn't do that to yourself either that life is meant to be lived. It's not meant to just work, you know, your nine to five your to do's. It's also about having fun and just being creative and being fulfilled that way. Because if you don't have, if you've been feeling burnt out or you feel like you have no energy, it's usually because you haven't been filling your life with the things that you want to be filling it with. And while obviously everyone has to have a job, everyone has to provide for themselves, but you should at least, you know, take a little bit of your time every single day to, work on something just for the fun of it, just for the love of it. So I hope this episode kind of inspires you in that way to help you kind of get back into your passion projects um, if you've been stepping away from them or just to inspire you to keep going. The other cool thing about this episode is that we talk about a lot about how Hannah, she doesn't work in a creative field, but her passion doesn't have to be her career and that she's totally content with that. You know, she works on her passion projects on the side while she works her job, you know, and she has the energy and the time to work on those passion projects because of the job she has right now. Um, and I feel like on TikTok, especially, or just on social media in general, I feel like I always see how you always have to work in your passion, which is like great. I think, I mean, I definitely do and I enjoy it, but not, it's not for everybody. Some people just want to have it, them separated, which is totally fine. And I feel like this episode will also validate those people that don't work in their passion projects space, I guess. <laughs> um, but also to remind yourself, if you do want to do that, that it's not too far away and that you can always work towards it while you're working at a job that's not creative. Um, so yeah, I hope that also kind of gives you some validation of that you are still an artist, you're still creative, you are still whatever title you want to give yourself, even if it's not your job title. And I think that's so freaking important <laughs> because I, growing up, I always didn't call myself an artist. I felt like it wasn't the right title for me or that I, or I, I just couldn't even call myself a creative in general because I felt like it was my job. I was like, I can call myself that when I have the job that makes me a creative. And throughout college, I waited for that job. I waited for that job. And after I graduated from college, I didn't really have the most creative title when I first started um, in my career. And I was like, oh, I still can't call myself a creative yet. You know, I haven't gotten the title yet. And then the moment I did actually get the title, when I finally switched careers, I became a creative full time. It was funny because I realized I'm like, well, nothing else has changed except I have a job <laughs> that's in the field. It does not change. Who I am, I literally am the same person I was yesterday when I didn't have the job title that when I do now. And so it's just kind of funny to me, especially going through that, 
of like, I should have been calling myself creative because I still was, I still had those same ideas, those same creative abilities, but I was just waiting for the validation of a job to say, yes, you are. Yes, you are creative. And that, learn that from me. Do not do that (laughs) because it doesn't mean anything. I mean, you have to make sure you have that validation within yourself and that, and that confidence in yourself that you are a creative because your job could change. You could maybe change jobs yourself or you could be let go or you just aren't in love with anymore and you have to still be able to call yourself a creative no matter what challenges life throws at you, no matter what happens, you are always you and you're always still creative. So I hope, I hope this is kind of, wow, this is kind of like a long winded thing, but I just hope that whoever's listening and you feel like you are not creative enough to be called a creative or you have to wait to get a job to be called a creative or whatever. I hope that this episode gives you validation, gives you the confidence to still call yourself a creative, even if you don't have a title to it yet. Before we start into our usual programming, I wanted to start a new segment on the podcast um, where I take one of the Apple podcast reviews and give it a little shout out on the podcast. So to start us off, we have a review from Maggie Butler seven, which was also a guest on the podcast a few episodes back about leaving the nine to five and um, becoming a digital nomad, which you guys should definitely check out. Super good episode. Um, But the title of her review is great podcast. Thank you, Maggie. Um, Christina is so fun to listen to and talks about inspiring ways to take control of your creative pursuits by following your intuition. And I feel like that just really sums up the podcast as a whole. So thank you, Maggie. And if you want to also get a shout out on the podcast, be sure to leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't have Apple Podcasts, make sure to also just give me a review or a rate, I should say, on Spotify. Welcome to the Intuitive Creative Podcast um, with your host, Christina Herbst. Very special guest today because it's my very best friend, Hannah Passarella. (laughs) Hannah, if you want to go into like who you are, what you do, and just kind of talk about your favorite creative pursuits. Absolutely. So obviously I'm Hannah. I'm 26. I'm a Libra. (laughs) I was literally like, while I was looking over these questions, I was like, I like long walks on the beach. And I kept erasing it. And I was like, no, I'm going to say it. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say it. I have to. It's, It's too iconic. Well, we're sister signs too. The oh Aries and Libra, yes. you know, it's always a good time with the sister always. signs. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, 26. Um, I work at an optical office. I love photography. I'm very into a lot of art and stuff. Um, growing up, I grew up in a very primarily artsy home mm-hmm. of all different kinds, like musicians and yeah. photography and painting and all those different um creative medias and so I have always just expressed myself yeah <laughs> and like it's been a very very good experience um like obviously my brother and my dad are primarily musicians um so I obviously love music something so special about photography yeah that just captivates me it's always changing even though you're using the same you know um tool to capture everything well realistic maybe too like yeah. your phone camera and like your regular camera definitely but um there's just so much to capture and mm-hmm. you know it's not just like like a point and shoot kind of thing it's not just yeah. like i'm just taking this picture to take this picture like it carries a lot more meaning and resonance and like 
you could view it one way and then someone else is like, oh, I thought of it like this. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love the beauty of all of that. Yeah. Um, and you can capture some really amazing things and just kind of preserve it in time to a degree. Mm -hmm. But um, it can also mean different things at different times in your life. Definitely. So. Like we were been talking last night about how we'll go take a picture of like a really cool building in Milwaukee or like the lake and it'll just like we'll each take it just a little different, you right. know, like a different angle or a different like way of editing. Cause I feel like we both have like, my editing is like very like light yes. or like co colorful, but still light where yours, yours is, is like more natural. Yeah. Yes. And yours is more like moody, dark, kind of like we talked about earlier. Yes. So it's so fun to like be around other creative people that see things like you said, like in a different way. Absolutely. And I feel like growing up too, like Hannah was the person <laughs> that like, whenever I go to her house, it was always like just so much creativity everywhere. Like, VJ, her brother, would be playing yeah. music with his band. We'd go hang out with yeah. them. They'd be, like record something with us and so be like oh singing and just being super yes. cringy all the time. I love it. Like I just remember like sleepovers of us falling asleep and just hearing them like going Jamming. to town at like three in the morning. It was like honestly though, that's like such a good fond memory because oh. of that. I'm like every time I think about our sleepovers growing up, I think of that or our Tumblr nights where we craft and go on Tumblr for like yes. hours. I love those. Yeah. But anyway, we're getting off topic. In your own words, like, what do you describe a passion project as? And like, I know you mentioned photography is one of your favorite ones, but kind of what projects do you work in photography? What do you like to take? And like, what other, um, like, do you like painting? What other like creative pursuits do you like? Definitely. Um, so when I think about a passion project, I think about something that you think about all the time. You almost are like daydreaming about yeah. it. Like you're really excited about it. And like, it doesn't have to be one specific topic, um, but it's something that you keep thinking about and you keep wanting to work on and like you keep reviewing or you do the same project, but you do it again in a different way or mm -hmm. at an elevated way. So like, for example, um, every like fall or Halloween, cause I'm a, I'm a October spooky baby. Girl. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm an October baby and I love my spooky season. Yeah. Um, Clearly but, you have even the socks on yes, today, your Halloween socks. <laughs> But like, I love thinking about, okay, how do I want to captivate that time, that feeling, that emotion? Like growing up, I used to watch a lot of scary movies with like my dad and my mom and stuff. Yeah. And so like, it, it's always been very near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And so I guess it's more of like a comfort Yeah. where um, like, I want to just share that feeling with everybody. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like I said, so I'll, like almost every year I try to do another Halloween project and think about like, okay, I captivated like this side. Let's do it a little bit differently or try mm -hmm. to find something unique or um, like last year I started working on it, but I'm going to try to do it again for this year. Um, there's like a lot of local farms. Like I love supporting local companies. Yeah. And so I wanted to go to a lot of little farms in the area and like review things and be like, this is what I would pick yeah. or like this is like a cult favorite or something like that and just give like a little review even if it gives somebody an idea of like oh cool like let's go to this place i've never mm. thought about or uh never even heard or anything like that so that's definitely what i try to do and what i try to capture um definitely but it's so sorry no, um, <laughs> it's like near and dear to my heart choked up. No. <laughs> but um yeah i find that like obviously like I do photography and like not only Halloween photography, but I love like structures and architectural and stuff. Like I'll take mm -hmm. pictures of people, but outside of photography, like 
um I definitely play with makeup and things of that yeah. nature and like FX makeup yes and um you're so something. good at it. it's crazy I like you'll send me a snapchat and be like you're just like bloodied and I'm like wait are you okay <laughs> It looks like a little too real sometimes. Like it's crazy. Definitely. And like I, it's one of those things that I've always been super interested in. It's a skill that I'd like to maybe hone Mm -hmm. more in with um, and work on more. But um, yeah, I love, I love painting. Uh, I showed you those Scrabble board things, which I never still finished, but those are, that's something else that I'll be working on again this year that hopefully people can check out and see. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She wrote like, for people listening, it's she wrote like different like Halloween or like fall sayings, wasn't it? What were some examples of those? Was... Um, like one was really cliche. It was like basic witch. Yeah. Or like um, oh gosh, that's the only one that's coming to mind. They're like now. really punny like... and like yes. very Halloween fall time. Yeah. They were really cute. Talking about passion projects, you're like a perfect example of that again. Not only because you have your style, like I mentioned before, but also that you like your regular job isn't focused in just art or anything, but you're still find ways to include it in your daily life and like make your own passion projects come to life, you know, on your own time, which I think is really cool. And that's why I was like, again, I'm like, I know I keep explaining, but I'm like, Hannah has to talk about passion projects. She has to talk about all her stuff because you find ways to be able to bring it to life every, every day. Well, yeah. I mean, we even had this discussion last night that like your job is not who you are. Like, Mm -hmm yes, you do that to make money and you can be very proud of what you do. Yeah. But like, you still need to express yourself and your interests and your beliefs and how you feel and like, just put it out there. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I love passion projects though. Like they just, I mean, obviously I'm very yeah. passionate about <laughs> very it. Very passionate about the yeah. passion projects. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but they just, they give you a way that even if you're not in an art field mm-hmm. to express yourself exactly and get that outlet and you know be able to be like yep I'm still an artist like Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna pay for it but it's still an amazing thing that I love to do on a daily basis and I feel like that's such a good mindset to have with it too because I feel like before I got into like a creative specific field I feel like I didn't feel comfortable saying the word creative like I was like I feel like I can't say I'm a creative or I'm not an artist or I'm not a photographer whatever because I am not doing that full time. But it's funny, like now that I actually have that as one of my titles as like a writer, it's like I had that all along though. Like I'm still the same exact person. I just have that job, which is so funny that like now looking back, I'm like, I should have just held that title because that still was valid at that point, you know? Absolutely. And again, I think that titles like artists, people think that that's like a career mm-hmm. when it doesn't have to be a career. It's great if it is, but you don't have to just be doing that. Like you don't have to be making money towards something to be like, I am this. Yeah. Like obviously there's certain professions, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to have that worldly recognition to be called that. Yeah. You know, that's a really powerful way to say it too. Cause like, again, yeah, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be your, your income doesn't identify who you are. Exactly. You know, exactly. Now, how do you find a passion project that feels really genuine to you? I think that if it's something that you feel that you can truly identify with, that it's easiest to stay on brand because it feels authentic. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not trying to be, it. exactly. You're not trying to be somebody different. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure, yeah. honestly, like everything that you do feels very natural. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you totally understand that yeah. too, but like, it's, it's not like oh, I saw 
so-and-so doing this, mm-hmm. so I have to do this. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just something that you're, like, consistently work towards and strive to do. And, mm-hmm. like, it feels like something that's, like, an, not an end goal, but a goal all the time. Yeah. Which sounds weird. No, but that's but, true, though. Because yeah. it's, like, you don't need an extra push or motivation to do something you're really passionate about. You right. know, and that – and, like – if you're working on a passion project and like, if you ever want to turn into a business or anything, you know, people notice when like you're being authentic. And even if you don't think they do, I feel like people are like, this feels right. Or they seem like they're so into this. Like you can just tell when someone's eyes light up about something they're really passionate about, you know, and that's, that can carry on. And you can see that within their art, within their photography, if they make into a business, you can tell by the way they present themselves when they talk about their business. Right. You know, you can just not only does being passionate and being true to yourself help you, like live out your goals, but other people will get excited as you are because you're so passionate about it, you know? Right. And you can, like you said, you can definitely tell, like, even if you're not in the same room as somebody, you can tell the difference between I have to do this and I have to do this. Yeah. Like Like, I get to tell that it's like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely better. Well said. Um, but like you can tell there's that excitement. There's that liveliness to Mm -hmm. it. They feel so good when they do it mm-hmm. and um i think that that really makes it beautiful too because mm-hmm. like if you're doing it for the wrong reasons it doesn't feel genuine yeah and uh, like people might like it but it feels cold yeah it doesn't feel as like so you're not gonna work on, right and yeah. you're not gonna want to work on it as much you're not mm-hmm. gonna be like hey cool i did this thing okay cool now i did this thing yeah it just it doesn't feel I don't, it just doesn't feel genuine yeah no i totally so, understand that yeah so I guess besides being super genuine and authentic to your yourself and your passion projects, are there any is there any more advice that you have about like how to find your own passion project or how to start one for the listeners? Yeah, so I mean obviously like I kind of talked about it a little bit, but if you find something that you really enjoy, like one little thing, um, one topic, right? And you you love it. Like Mm -hmm. you want to express it more. I think that you start somewhere Mm -hmm. you start with, okay, I like plants. So let's, you know, paint plants or Mm -hmm. press plants like into books or Mm -hmm. take pictures of them or something like that. Like something small that you notice. I like blank. Mm -hmm. It can be super simple. So I think starting there will help you develop and grow. And, you know, you can look for inspiration and try to find ways to show that one specific topic. Mm-hmm. I feel like starting with one specific thing too yeah. is a lot easier than being like, here's this whole concept, mm-hmm. which if you have that, great, go for it. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, starting small, may, it may not be the thing that you carry on with overall, mm-hmm. but I think starting there is something. Don't, definitely. And, um, I feel like, too, people are like, oh, well, that didn't go over well, so what's the point? Like, trying something. Trying something new. Maybe even just testing out a new media or something Mm -hmm. like that can really spark something that you're like, oh, I didn't even think that that was a thing that I liked. Yeah. So I think that that really helps. No, I definitely agree. I feel like if you just start, things will start falling into place for you. You know, like, I feel like... I've always wanted to start a blog like and I now I'm here doing all this stuff and also threw in a podcast because why not um I'm just extra in that way I'm like let's just do all of things um but then once I finally was like I'll just see what happens it just naturally this whole idea came to me naturally you know so it's like as long as you just start and you just kind of play around with it you might not figure out exactly what you should do 
like right off the bat. But as long as you kind of just start playing with it, be like, oh, like you said, if you like plants, okay, maybe it's not, maybe I don't like painting them. Maybe I like painting the pots or maybe like I like to dry plants and make like floral arrangements, just kind of playing around, see what fits. I think that's the best way to handle it. Definitely. And uh, even if you have that concept and you don't like it, so Mm -hmm. you put it aside, doesn't mean that it has to be scrapped forever too. Exactly. It could be something you later through your development of projects or Mm -hmm. experiences or anything, you may be like, oh, I remember that. That was cool. And now I've got a different idea for Mm -hmm. it. And you can kind of try to develop it again if if it feels right, if it feels natural. Yeah. Um, And I think that that's that's a really cool thing. If my listeners could take just one thing from this amazing conversation we've had, I feel like it just flowed so naturally and it's just been like, you've just been a great guest and so inspirational. Um, But if the listeners could take just one thing away from the whole episode, what would you want it to be? So I think if there's one thing I want people to really take away from this is try things. Mm -hmm. You never know until you try. I say that a lot, actually. I really do believe in that though. Like, um, just because it doesn't turn out right doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that it was wrong or that you can't try again, try something different. I honestly, I think people should just try something. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, Mm -hmm. we talk to people all the time about like, oh, I want to do this little mixology thing, or Mm -hmm. I want to do this, I want to do that. And it's like, then go for it. Yeah. And if it flops, yeah. And like you, you thought about it and it seemed like something that you were passionate about and just go for it. Yeah. So I think a lot of people will find a lot of happiness if they just try something. Yeah. You know, and that, I mean, that could be for art, could be for food, could be for anything. Like Mm -hmm. if you think it sounds interesting, maybe I shouldn't condone this completely. Yeah. But like, like, honestly, like if there's something that you've been looking at or dreaming about or thinking about and you think about it a lot, just try it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, go ice skating, paint that painting, get that stuff, you know, and it may not turn out right the first time, but keep trying. Like you don't have to have it right the first time. Mm-hmm. so and just just keep trying and just keep going so. yeah I feel like you don't have to try like you said like you don't have to get it perfect the first time like it'll still be beautiful no matter what exactly because, and this is kind of a little tangent but I have to say because I think yeah. it was one of like <clears throat> the one of like major life lessons that I learned from you was that when I remember in art class I was so perfectionistic about like different paintings and stuff and I would get like so worked up if I messed up just the tiniest bit and, like, I remember one day I, like, royally messed up. Like, I, like, butchered this thing. <laughs> I don't remember what I did, but I did something pretty major. And I was, like, pretty upset about it. I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to fix this. This is, like, kind of done for. And then you're, like, you're, like, well, that's when you, like, you look at it. You just kind of accept it as it is. And then you kind of make it into something new. You kind of just jump off from that point and turn it into something else. It's not going to be what you thought originally. But you can still make it something beautiful. And, like, genuinely that has always stuck with me. When you're an artist too, also I do want to say thank you. Yeah, that was really <laughs> yeah. sweet. But, but it's like, true. I've, I've literally never forgotten that. Um, something that I think is important is just because something is, I'm going to do air quotes, but you guys can't see it, yeah. messed up, yeah. doesn't mean that it truly is. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's something that you can fix. You can um, change into maybe something you didn't even think you were going to mm-hmm. do. And now you're like, oh, wait. No, I actually like that. Um, I think it's weird because I think I learned that at a really young age too because 
um, I remember my mom would doodle a lot or like yeah. my aunts and uncles like on my mom's side would doodle a lot and like they would just draw like this like blob or something and then they would draw it into like a bear or like we had a game where we, like we would make something just like a splotch yeah. or something like that and then we would make it into something else oh yeah so like maybe that's just been a fixed mindset I feel like, my honestly life, that's like kind of a but... smart idea to like kind of I feel like that's where creativity comes into play you know like even if like something doesn't go as planned, you just have to be creative and find a new way to find a solution. Right. Even that can be like in life too. I was just about to yeah. say, like, I think that's a good life lesson too. Not even as just like an artist or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just overall, like things may not turn out the way you thought it would, Yeah. but that doesn't mean that it's messed up or broken or bad. It just means that it's different. Oh, this has been a, such a good conversation yeah. with you. It's been so much fun. I'm definitely going to have to have you come back for oh, a second episode. Absolutely. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers to that. To that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, seriously, it's been such a great conversation. I feel like you've hopefully really resonated with everyone like listening on the other side. And I know you've always resonated with me and like a lot of life lessons. So thank you. Um, but if anyone's interested in seeing your like Halloween content or all the other things, other spooky things, I should say you've been up yeah. to, where should they follow you? Where should they check you out on like Instagram or anything like that? Yeah. So I primarily use Instagram. I do have a TikTok. I don't really use it. Yeah. I post anything on it. <laughs> I, I send you things. Like, yeah. It's literally, and you're literally like, like you. there's like a hundred videos, Christina. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally like, I'll go on and I'll be like, oh gosh, there's a hundred plus notifications. I'm not. I'm logging this. off now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's enough for today. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, people can find me primarily on Instagram. Uh, I'm spooky. I think it's two underscores. I think it's spooky underscore underscore bunny yes um it is a two underscores okay. I, I know yeah. yes <laughs> you know I know I said, yeah. um but yeah I primarily use Instagram and that's pretty much my focal point um in the future maybe I'll branch out if you follow me on Instagram you'll know yeah <laughs> um well you do have the other yeah. account don't forget oh yes You're, but yeah you use spooky bunny more than... spooky bunny is my primary yeah. I do have a secondary account which I've been trying to use a little bit more that's more of like my portfolio yeah and uh like for modeling and photography yeah which if you care to follow me on there yeah <laughs> i'll still shout it out it's uh hanana <laughs> it's really goofy it's h-a-n-a-n-a dot jpeg like mm-hmm. like an image file yeah, which i love uh, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was a suggestion from a good friend so yeah cheers to them but cheers to them um but yeah if you want to follow me on there too by all means i'm not gonna say no yeah <laughs> enjoy the content that one's like i it's very dusty. I I think I've posted in like now almost two years, but, but it's fine. Yeah, we'll it's fine. maybe maybe I'll start posting on there. Again. Yeah, <laughs> maybe this will inspire you. But... Yes, it'll spark it back up. Yeah, but that's the thing too is like, you know, it's a project that I started, and you know, you can always pick up where you left off. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. cool. Well, thanks again for coming on the podcast, yeah, thank and you. just cheers to a great conversation yes, with friends. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of The Intuitive Creative. Make sure to give me a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you give me a review on Apple Podcasts, you might just be featured on the next show. So you might want to do that. Make sure to also follow me at The Intuitive Creative on both Instagram and TikTok to stay connected with me all month long until the next episode. But until then, I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys.